Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about cybersecurity for the small to mid-sized organization. And it's my pleasure to be speaking with Austin Murphy. He's Vice President of Managed Services with CrowdStrike. Austin, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Just to start sort of big picture, I'd like to get your take on the current threat landscape. What are the threats? And who are the threat actors that give you the most concern? Sure. So one thing to note about the current threat landscape is, uh, first I'll say, is that everyone really seems to be upping their game, uh, all of the actors that, that we track. You know, we used to think about the threat landscape as different types of actors. There were you know, commodity nuisance actors, script kitties, and there was you know, all the way up to the highly sophisticated targeted threats, you know, the state-sponsored actors that were known for being very difficult to deal with because of the tactics that they used for establishing persistence in networks and bypassing controls. But we've seen many of these tactics that used to be really reserved for the targeted actors democratized. And now they're being adopted by op opportunistic attackers and then, and then automated to, to put them to scale. So it's a little bit less helpful now to think about you know, different actors that we need to be concerned about or uh, not concerned about because many of them are using things like credential theft and, and lateral movement, uh, multi-stage malware that's modular, polymorphic. One of the largest concerns um, that I think we've observed when we think about the, the state of the threat landscape is uh, recently ac uh, actors that used to kind of blindly and opportunistically attack uh, very broadly, uh, and they use nuisance threats like uh, bots for spam or click fraud. Those actors are now regularly uh, brokering that access into networks that they compromise. So we're seeing uh, that they've identified additional revenue streams from their botnets by identifying which networks they have access to. And they choose, do they either want to use this access for spam or click fraud, or do they want to sell that access on the dark web to an attacker that may have a more targeted interest So uh, in that network? So the takeaway there is that we can we can no longer ignore the uh, the lower level threats. We need to treat them all as hostile to our networks. Austin, we hear an awful lot about the high profile breaches that affect fortune companies. We're thinking about Equifax, for instance. Now, this focus might make smaller organizations feel that they're relatively secure, that they're not targets. But in your experience, what are the odds that these same organizations could encounter the same types of attacks? I think it's a real mistake to think that you're somehow insulated or protected from an attack because you're small. Now, if you as an organization depend on IT systems for operating your business, then you are a target for attacks. I'll just kind of state that plainly. If you store or process data that can be monetized, such as payment card data, that data can be sold on card forums. Um, if you process personally identifiable information, that information is valuable for fraud schemes as well. Um, and even if you don't think you have sensitive data or that you don't have enough of it that it would be uh, interesting for an attacker to target you, uh, you can still be targeted for things like email compromise for wire fraud and extortion. Uh, recently, we worked a case where an attacker was able to compromise the email account of a CEO of a very small company just by, by getting their password and then logging in. And what they did is they monitored those emails. They would, they would log into the CEO's account for weeks, kind of monitoring the emails and observing the pattern of how transactions were being approved at that organization. And 
they they identified that in this organization, invoices over a certain amount had to be approved by the CEO. So they would send the invoice to the CEO for approval, and then he would forward that on for processing. And the attackers waited until a particularly large invoice came in, and they intercepted it. And what was interesting is that they actually they left the invoice as it uh, looked, but they changed the wiring, the, the routing instructions on a legitimate invoice. And then with the access to the CEO's email infrastructure, you know, they forwarded that on for processing. So what the CFO received was uh, a legitimate invoice from a legitimate customer with a legitimate PO and processed it, but they sent the money to banking infrastructure that the attackers controlled. And there's nothing special about that that would, that would be, um, that would make a large or small organization more vulnerable or less vulnerable to it. Uh, Attackers, in fact, they know that smaller organizations don't have strong controls in place and may not have prepared for this. So they're easier to take advantage of in these types of schemes. Austin, we hear an awful lot about business email compromise, ransomware. What do you see as today's biggest cybersecurity risk to small to mid-sized organizations? I think the biggest risk to the organizations, when we think about SMBs a little differently from the large enterprise players, the biggest risk is their own lack of visibility into the state of their security and organization. I think the legacy solution vendors and the providers are part to blame for this because of their historically poor performance against uh, modern, more complicated threats. Um, the lack of awareness that these small businesses have is kind of a double-edged sword because first, it's this lack of visibility is what exposes the vulnerabilities in the first place. But B is what it makes it much worse if there is an attack because when an attack occurs, they also don't have the visibility to effectively respond. So they can't conduct an investigation and they can't rapidly understand what is happening. So uh, the attacks that they do face are unfairly more impactful than they need to be. Well, what do you see then as some of the biggest mistakes that SMBs make when it comes to cybersecurity? Sure. I think there's really two main mistakes that we see a, a lot of small, smaller organizations making. The first is that making having an assumption that it won't happen, or at least it won't happen to them. Uh, the types of attacks that we face today are easy to automate and scale. So it's really unhelpful to think that your size of your organization somehow factors into the risk profile the way that it does kind of in the physical world for physical world crime. But the power of automation for all of the, the wonders that it does us, it also allows attackers to automate and scale their attacks. So an attacker can dream up a life cycle of an attack and then kind of launch it out into, into the world with automation. Oftentimes it's the smaller organizations that are less prepared and vulnerable that do get hit the hardest with these. And that's what we see with the evolution of ransomware and other extortion techniques is that smaller organizations are hit much more frequently and much more impactfully than, than larger organizations. And the second big mistake that we see smaller organizations make is that they, some of them think of security as a state that you can achieve. And we know successful organizations understand that the concept of secure is not something that you are, but rather security is a process that you participate in. The former kind of way of thinking leads you to buy security products and technology and put controls in place and then sit back and hope that they work. And the latter way of thinking, thinking of security as a process, leads you to think and engage and evolve your process with the help of technology, of course, and, and solutions. That, um, but successful organizations are 
spending time testing their controls. They're observing where they fail and they're improving them and learning about how attackers are changing by paying attention to what's happening to other organizations. And they're applying those lessons learned back into their networks. It's that ongoing improvement that ultimately leads to success. So let's say we want to turn this around. How do you recommend that an SMB get started on the path to better cybersecurity protection? I think it really starts, it might be kind of boring, but it starts with an inventory. That's an inventory of not only your assets, but also inventory of the controls that you have in place. And really understand what is happening today. And seek to, to know thyself first and inventory your processes. It's a security professional in an organization should not only understand how security functions within their company, but also how the business operates, how data flows, how teams work, how decisions are made to understand then where would uh, the vulnerabilities be so that they can build and enhance controls into that. A lot of this inventory does involve having good technical visibility into what's happening on your network, uh, what's happening on your endpoints and understanding what types of applications are running and what are those applications doing so that we can understand what is normal and what is not normal and we can respond effectively to, to threats that we observe. Identifying attack scenarios that may effectively target your organization and then modeling them out in tabletop exercises and understanding how your organization would perform in a given scenario. How would, uh, how would your organization prevent an attack scenario? Or if, didn't, if you were unsuccessful at preventing it, how would you detect it? Now, that's a big part of this. It's just understanding if, if something like uh, a business email compromise happened here, how would my organization even know that that happened? Let's talk about our detections controls. And then if we did detect it, what's our response? How do we respond to something like that here? Who has, who has what responsibilities and do we have the training and the technology and the visibility required to effectively to deal with an incident? Um, and then, you know, going through those tabletop exercises on any given attack scenario and taking those lessons learned back to improve your controls increase your visibility, uh, increase the awareness within your organization and addressing those gaps, the gaps in, in, the, in the areas where you don't have the capacity or capability or budget or funding to address internally, um, look to partner with other organizations that do have those, those type of domain expertise to, to be effective in that space. And I always, I always tell people, my, my team are, is staffed with people that are experts at endpoint security incident response and forensics. We don't know a whole lot about audit and regulatory compliance, but our sweet spot is, is in that incident response and incident handling. Um, so every organization should understand what your team is good at and where your deficiencies are and then seek to partner with others. Austin, we've covered an awful lot here in just a short time. If you were to summarize, what would you say are the three most important things an SMB should know and understand about cybersecurity as they move forward? You know, we, we've covered those in the questions here, but to summarize it, most importantly, I think first is understanding that, you know, security is not a state, it's a process. That's a really important concept that it should be always evolving and that it, it involves action of people on your team, uh, not simply on, you know, setting controls and technology. But secondly, if we're talking about controls and technology, I think the second item is, is that no controls can be effective and no, no technology can be properly implemented without a proper inventory. So the concept of really taking inventory, not only of assets, but of uh, process controls, uh, applications, and uh, really defining 
what the landscape looks like within your organization. And then last is really look to partner with organizations that have domain expertise in areas where you're seeking to shore up after you've done that inventory and you've addressed once you've identified where your gaps are to partner with organizations that can effectively help you close those gaps. Oh, well said. Austin, thanks so much for your time and insight today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Again, the topic has been cybersecurity for the small to mid-sized organization. And I've been speaking with Austin Murphy, Vice President of Managed Services with CrowdStrike. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.